Um, yeah, that's recording now. All right, cool. That's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> um, you go first. Um, okay. Hello. Hi. Um, Hang on, do we have to do that sort of radio voice where you have to be sort of proper over the top and... I don't know. I'm too lazy for that. Yeah, I'm far too lazy for that. Um, right, well, this, this is... Would you call it a beta test? Yes. Right, this is a beta test. Clearly. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. Um, This is the Quiet Geist podcast. Um, I'm Martin Smith, and to my right, politically and physically, is is Des Hadley. Um, Hello. Hello. We are here. We are ready. Um, Well, no, we're not ready at all. We've sort of got a couple of things jotted down in places, but... We're not in any way planned. Martin's probably going to even edit this part out. I'm talking about where certainly. we actually get started. So almost this part, certainly. talking and being aware that that thing is recording is probably irrelevant <laughs> and won't make it anywhere. We right. actually we decided we were going to do the podcast weeks ago, and we should have spent that time preparing. But I've got like two A6 <laughs> pieces of paper. To be fair, I was feeling bad that you've got these, all these notes of... I've just done like, it before you can. Short notes laid out. But the first thing on here, this is how much preparation I've done, the first thing on here, in big letters, are the words, what is the most savoury food, on the line twice. <laughs> so, what is the most savoury food? <laughs> you, you asked this on Facebook, and for some reason when you asked that, my mind went blank, so I didn't <clears> post anything. But, the most savoury food, what, like a pasty? A pasty's proper savoury. Is it the most savoury food? There is a right answer, Des. And that's the wrong answer, I'm afraid. I don't know. What it's kind like, of pasty? That's a bit like, non-specific. No, like a, a meat and potato pasty. Just some proper... I'm a bolt owner, so that... That, as far as savoury goes, is my sort of grail. Yeah, um, you know, that's, that, that's, on nice. my, that's on my, my family crest. I'm not saying... pasty. <laughs> that's as savoury as you want. <laughs> How do you even draw a picture of a pasty? Does it not just come out looking like a semicircle? Um... I don't know, you can give it, like, the crust on the top. No, oh, yeah, more... so it looks like a Klingon's head. Yeah. I, I know an interesting fact about that. That them, 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 that sort of spine that it's got mm. is because miners used to hold it and eat, really? eat pasties like that, so then they didn't get all the shit on the rest of it. Really? Is yeah. that true? Um, I don't know. I heard <laughs> it somewhere, and I believed it enough to not bother researching it because it sounded convincing. All right, I'm going to go with it. It may well have been QI, in which case I'm, you know, I'm yeah. sure people better than I have researched it and found out. Look, do you know the first thing I wrote, I wrote down when we decided about making quiet guys happen is I went on Russia Today, like uh, Russia Today. Yeah, as you do the news app because I've been gathering news apps. I've got BBC, Russia Today, Guardian, Al Jazeera, Daily Mail, and I visit other websites here and there. But the first thing I did for some reason is go on Russia Today. And right there headlining was a, a message from North Korea. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, they were saying, beep. And I thought, this is worth writing down this, and for some reason I just copy and pasted what I'd seen written. Right. So I'll read it out. Is the people's demand is that we must do something even greater than a nuclear test. The United Nations Security Council has left us with no other options. We have no other ways but to push push forward to the final showdown. That <laughs> oh, was, Jesus. That's from the official daily newspaper of the ruling party. Wow. 
like wrote on that Saturday like two or three weeks ago. Really? Who did, who who's that message from? It's from North Korea, but that's who's from, it from in North Korea? Rong Dong Simon. Brilliant the, name. Uh, well, that's the official daily, daily newspaper for the ruling communist party. Wrote in commentary on Saturday, North Korea. So they do sort of name where it's from. Mm. Um, and, and there was another message. <laughs> North Korea, this is why I like North Korea. You know, they, they never leave you wanting. There's always yeah, you got to love North Korea. If the South Korea... Because this is about South Korea, so you can imagine it's going to be... They're either going to... Harsh of tongue. They're either going to nuke South Korea. That would be like us nuking Ireland. I don't know. Well, it's... The worst thing is they can. Like, yeah. if they wanted to, and they're just about bonkers enough to do it. <laughs> no, it's... If the South Korean puppet regime of traitors directly participates in the so-called UN sanctions, strong physical countermeasures will be taken... That was from the North Committee for Peaceful Reunification of the Fairborn. <laughs> I'm really chuffed I said that word right this time. Reunification. It'd be mad if you said the first thing you did when we decided we were doing the podcast was go on Russia Today and there was a message from North Korea just saying what is the most savoury food. So <laughs> a nice segue straight from that to this. Yeah. What is the most savoury food? I'm sticking with pasties. No, it's not the most... That's probably the nicest savoury food, but it's not the most savoury food. Um, for some reason, all I can think of is pastry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pie? <laughs> what kind of pie? Um, cheese and onion. Cheese and onion pie? Mm. No, steak and kidney. That's, steak. Quite, that's getting there, that. That's steak getting and there. kidney pie, I'm not that. That's along the lines of what I was thinking, but there is... What about an this, answer? What about a slab of beef? <clears throat> That's, I would say, cut by a man on a beach with a big <laughs> bastard knife. Are we saying that the preparation, who prepares it, and the location? You, no, you just think this savory is a savoury moment over there, and you know, in further down the beach, because you're on a beach. So further down the beach, there's a hut, and there's a woman there, and she's sort of creating muffins and making. You, you know, your sweets over there. Yeah. So, you so you've got it segregated. You've segregated. You've got it all lined up. You've segregated. You've got a guy with a slab of beef on a barbecue, and you've got a woman over there making cakes. There you go, savoury, sweet. You, that could, that, there's no more savoury moment than that. That's, Whatever food you say is not going to be that guy with that slab of beef. No, that, I'm not saying what's the nicest savoury food eaten in the most dreamlike scenario. The most savoury food... Well, Rome, what is it? The statistic most, most savoury food? I don't know if it's statistically... It's Marmite, isn't it? It's clearly Marmite. Marmite? Marmite is the most savoury food. There's nothing more savoury. There's no even hint of sweetness. You can't ever remember while eating Marmite that sweetness exists in the world. My problem with that is, every time I have Marmite, I think, why do people like Marmite? <laughs> I quite like that. I often give it a chance as well, because I really see it. You go... Hold on a little bit. You have a bit and you go, why do people have more of this? <laughs> do you know you're meant to love our No, you know you are meant to like either love our hair? Yeah. I think it's alright. So it's okay. You hipster. You. <laughs> no, it's alright. I don't have very strong feelings either way about it. Yeah. No, when we were, when we were visiting action, they were licking marmite out of it. Like, they were getting fingers of it out yeah. of it. Yeah. And eating it. it like, that, oh, that's disgusting. It's quite strong, isn't it? I feel like I'm eating oil. Like the, <laughs> it makes you, it, you put it on some bread and it makes the bread test more like mm. bread, like extreme bread. Because <laughs> it's just yeast, isn't it, really? Mm. Well, 
Still, I don't think that's... The, I, I don't feel like... Oh, no, you're wrong. Yeah, you're, no, you're absolutely wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm, I'm all for my slab of beef. What's the most savoury drink? There's definitely a correct answer to that. Beef in a blender. <laughs> Bovril, yeah. <laughs> you're right, Bovril. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad we've settled that. Yeah. So, um, North Korea. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. If... In our lifetime, like... Super War kicks off. No, I ain't calling it Super War. It's a good name. Yeah, I suppose. Well, first of all, the Great War, so this is the Super War. Or the Nuclear War, maybe it will be called. Mm. If that happens, I reckon North Korea will be involved. If, yeah. if that happens in our lifetime. I reckon that's like a, a time on me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm of that group that thinks, yeah, that's really. Well, it's always that, like. Because um, it's, a, it's messed up place. The point, I don't know anything about North Korea at all, to be honest, I don't know about it, but... I don't know anywhere near enough to go on a, a justified rant, but you can still rant nonetheless. Yeah. Like, like there's there's videos on YouTube where, like, there's a video a guy put up in America, I think he's American or whatever, and he's going through all the legal channels that you can do to get to North Korea. It's a proper, got to go to this place, transfer to buy it. It's an absolute farce. And like he's there, and he's probably secretly as fuck filming. Like, mm. and he, he films at the border and all that. It seems convincing enough, and the thing's got massive plus ratings. So it's probably if it's not genuine, it's a fucking good fake for that, you know. Um, and like he goes to supermarket and stuff, and it's all like all the stuff they have on the front of the supermarket is plastic. Yeah. Like anything you see is just a show. It's really. A weird front. It, it's just there's this. Strange feeling, like he's in his hotel, and like uh, be careful about what they say because apparently, like they're worried about hotel rooms being bugged because they're just in a hotel. Is it that bad? They're the only people in this hotel. Yeah. And they're filming out this window, and there's a woman directing traffic, and there's no traffic. Right. It's just a woman stood in the road like this, like in traffic warden's uniform. She's just stood in the road, and a guy comes along on a bicycle, and she just sort of burgs him by. And then she's just the turn for hours, like, it's... it's <laughs> I like the idea of North Korea as it's, it's like... It's like a weird theatre or something. I was going to say, yeah, like, like it, some weird episode of Lost. Yeah, something. it's just fucking... It's, it's madness. I don't know, though, you say, like, that all the supermarkets have got a front on, but we're all eating horse meat, aren't we? That's the one bit of news that I've been aware of while yes. I've not been following the yes. news. Yes, that, that is hot topic right now. We're all eating horse meat. I, I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels gutted that I didn't have one of them. I wouldn't mind eating a bit of horse. That's the thing, though. I reckon if you ask most people, they would say if it said it's horse meat on it, they wouldn't give a shit. The problem you you get like I don't know. I think some people would like not buy it because you know all horses are they're a nice animal, so yeah. It's like know. cats and dogs. We're it? really not attached to horses. I don't think it is. Like, no, so then cows. Like, no, we don't care if the cow's been through processing. Yeah. Because like, it's in all the budget stuff anyway, so it's probably full of God knows what shit that is actually yeah. really bad that you seriously don't want in there. Yeah. Horse meat's just a bit protein in happy days. Like, you know, there's more shit in that thing than horse that's bad for you, so... Otherwise, I know the thi- kick, right. like disproportionate kickoff about the horse thing. I think it's because they're not bred for food, isn't it? Like the cows. They probably are in Europe more than Britain. Yeah, but the horses that have found their way into our food haven't been bred for food. 
they've probably been bred for racing or something, so they've got like weird stuff in, yeah. in them. If there were horses bred for food, then it wouldn't be a thing. I don't think people are that no attached to horses. Harm, no, they're not in any way harmful what's been, what's been out there. No one's been hurt, I don't think. No. They're, well, they might have like horse medication that you wouldn't feed a horse if you were going to mm. make it, if it was being bred for food, but yeah. you would have to eat, like, I don't know, I'm making this up, but like a thousand horse bones mm. a yeah. day to get like one dose. Yeah. I heard something like that. I've made the numbers up. But <laughs> yeah, it's big, but. But no, I just think to solve this one, a kicking up the ass, a, a fine, you know. I, mean, I don't like, I really don't like it, me. I don't like And, the, and propose big fines for anyone who sort of, you know, bullshits about or doesn't yeah. follow up on what's actually in the products. That would probably. Something needs to be done. the situation. Something needs to be done a bit bigger than that, I think, because. I don't mind well, it. Once the shit got tested and everything was like, only a, a few were. No, they've not finished the tests yet. They're doing widespread tests. Yeah. I think they're coming out. They did like 2,500 currently, and of the 2,520 were bad. Oh, really? Is that... Like, I think there's still more to be done, but I think they did 2,500. It might have been at one supermarket. I don't know if it was extensive, but it was 2,500, and of that, it were like 20-odd that that had more than 1% horse meat. 1% of the threshold, if it was more than 1%. <laughs> then it flagged up. If it was less than one percent, it didn't. If, so if if they just like you know sort of grazed a bit of grated some horse yeah. into yeah, your yeah exactly just castle. a bit of seasoning, just <laughs> season the horse, just a bit of the snout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the horse. Oh, oh dear. I don't. I wouldn't. Mind, I don't like the fact that there's horse in food and it doesn't say there's horse in food. That's yeah, no, the they need to be. It's the labelling that's yeah. the problem. Because like, say somebody's got a nut allergy. Well, they rely on labelling. That's been happening as well. That apparently life. there's been pork in beef products yeah. served to Muslims in prison. Yeah. I think is right. Um, yes, yeah, so they're kicking off about that. Well, the thing is, though, I can under- I can appreciate that, like, I mean, I don't like the fact that there's horse in food and it doesn't serve as horse in food. But these ready meals... They're so cheap. No, no. Like, they're still not what was expected. I think people in that price range will think, oh, horse, that's <laughs> exquisite. Ooh. What was anybody expecting? We're eating fancy tonight, love. It's literally, you can get like, if you get them on the offers, you can get ready meals for less than a quid. Mm. That's literally cheaper than water. Yeah. You can yeah. get like a, a oh. lasagna for less money than you can buy a bottle of water. <laughs> What were you expecting to be in it? It, it doesn't add up. If you went and bought that much mince meat. You feel like. It's too cheap. The, the, you know, like I should stockpile this stuff because someday <laughs> this is all going to come crashing down. This is too cheap right now. I swear to become a survivalist. It's yeah, it's fucking weird. But have you seen that thing about um, the? Well, I think I've got it off yeah. here. Got it on. Um, it's off the metro. I saw it yesterday. The headline is "Dead Bird Five Inches Long Found in Tesco Ready to Eat Salad." I saw that. I saw it on the Daily Mail. What? <laughs> the actual fuck? I know. It's honestly, if that happened to me, it would put me off all food for life. I know. <laughs> but the thing is, it's laid out on plastic chips. It's like it's a morning. They're not like they picked up the salad bag in the supermarket. I'm not think this is a bit heavy for a salad. Yeah. <laughs> no, they probably thought oh, there's loads in this. <laughs> it is. But like it's. 
it was a romantic meal by candlelight and they'd just been out drinking so it was really dark oh, in the room he'd had a couple of bites <laughs> on it he'd had some bites of the salad yeah and then he noticed that it was that yeah look, so I might have eaten a bit of wing or something it's, it's horrible that'd be a traumatising <laughs> no. like the rest of your life would be like at supermarkets would be very carefully I wouldn't examine be able to eat any food unless it had been like did unless they it was like, laminated did, did they offer him like 300 quid compensation well yeah that's the that's thing that's not like, enough that <laughs> I'm sorry but that's not it's enough. really weird I'll read the first bit of it did he throw a, a few grand at him to to settle the trauma from that. There's a bit of it that I find really weird. I mean, aside from the fact that there's a fucking dead bird in a salad. <laughs> it as well. it's, it's fucking grim. It's proper rotted away and stuff. <laughs> this is... Actually, this is a good thing for visual. Yeah. Like, yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> like, if you could... if you Like, as soon as you can't see this thing, it's a dead bird on a plate with, like, chips and it's all salad laid out and dead bird on top. And <laughs> <laughs> they poured salad cream on it or something as well. Poured lots of salad cream I, on uh, it. Was it? I pissed, was it? Um, but, yeah, like, oh I'll, I'll show the picture. I bet that... I mean, you could Google it if you're listening yeah, and yeah, you yeah. can't see it. I'm but sure I'll put it up it. on the website as Page well. Page um, But, yeah, I'll read the first bit because there's a bit of it that I find, like, aside from the dead bird and the salad, <laughs> really weird. Um, a couple eating a romantic meal by candlelight reportedly found a five-inch-long dead bird in their salad. James and Jasmine Watson made the grisly find after dishing up a pre-packed baby leaf salad with their steak and chips. Mr. Watson started tucking in before spotting the soggy remains on his plate. Tesco said the bird was a black-capped European warbler, usually found in Spain and Italy, and offered the couple £200 compensation. Now... Why is the first comment from Tesco in this? <laughs> Identifying the species of the bird. <laughs> it's like they went to Tesco and they're like, I've just found a dead bird in my ready-to-eat salad. And Tesco were like, oh, let's have a look. Oh, yeah, that's a, um, that's a black-capped European warbler, that is. Maybe <laughs> I'm usually found in Spain and Italy. That's very lucky. It could have been a pigeon. <laughs> You've got an exotic You've got bird. You've got an exotic bird, though. Yeah, well, I suppose you can have £200 compensation. Yeah. It's like, that's not the question, Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> That isn't what we're asking or pointing out. It doesn't matter to me what kind of bird it is. Does Bill Oddie sit on the council or something? That's a fancy bird. You don't get them in Britain, you know. Two hundred pound for finding the bird. Well, that's quite an expensive amount of meat that you've got. There. <laughs> you owe me money. <laughs> So, yeah, there's fuckloads of Tory backbenchers saying really stupid things okay. and homophobic bollocks <laughs> and just being general Tories. Um, but there's this guy. Firstly, again, it's great for an audio podcast, but look at him. Look at look at him. He looks like... Oh, he looks like a, a real man about town. Do you reckon? Oh, carrying, a, where, carrying a fox hunting pamphlet, I've just noticed. Right. They're all such, like, stereotypes. Why is he carrying a... Tories love fox hunting. I know, Tor- yeah, exactly. Why is he carrying that? Is he, oh, is he for fox hunting? I don't know, it's got nothing to do with that, but I've just noticed in his hand that he's got a fox hunting thing. Maybe you know what, that would be easy to edit to have anything on it. Though. Yeah, true. <laughs> Let's get a meme going. <laughs> right, Tory MP Michael Fabricant found time on the Eastleigh campaign trail to land himself in the middle of another Twitter sex gaff row on Thursday night. The blundering Conservative Vice Chairman interrupted his canvassing on behalf of Maria Hutchings to ask for enlightenment about a particular sex act. He tweeted to his 9,200 followers, Why is it not called a suck job? 
the questions that need raising. Yeah, now. I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Look at that picture of Evan Cameron. <laughs> looks like he's trying to give a, a suck job to the world's largest peanuts. <laughs> um, the things he does for our country. Hey, Cam Cam, man. The Conservatives, though. Like, I've, I've been having a few messages and, and stuff off you lately about your love for the Conservatives. It seems to be focused on the Conservative Party in general. Like, not... Like... Them specifically. Um, what? Yeah, the Conservatives. You have massive hate for the Conservatives. Yeah, I was born with massive hate. I've got a Tory hate gene. It's. But it's, do you know what it is? It's yeah. um. Because no, I, I, what? The th- what it is is everything that they believe and say, um, and everything about them. All. <laughs> it's just that. It's just that one specific thing. <laughs> um, that I really despise about the Conservative Party and everybody who is a member. They're hard to defend because if, you know, anything can be trumped really because they are sort of... Yeah. But then again, I, I would sort of maintain that most parties, are, well, pretty much all parties, have that to them. They've all got flaws, clearly, but none of the other parties, when, I mean, it's specifically, it's come about when the Tories, backbenchers, were allowed to speak while the whole gay marriage thing was going on. And as soon as you hear a Tory's actual opinions mm. and they're allowed to speak without media management, you realise that they're just, like, I know. fucking idiots. No, they, you, I know. <laughs> like, I, I mean, economic, putting aside, like, the economics of the argument of Labour and Tory, where I would go that they're not doing a good job with the economy, but I understand that they're meant to be the more fiscally responsible so that might be why people vote for them, because of the more... But socially, the backwards... I know. They're very draconian with a lot of ideals. Like, I, I, I think so much time and money has been wasted on gay marriage. Do you know in Iceland, I, fuck knows what a name is. Like, you can't pronounce the name when you see it. It's a crazy long name. The Prime Minister of Iceland, this woman, they legalised gay marriage about three years ago, and she was amongst the first people in the country to get married to another woman. Really? The Prime yeah. Minister? Yeah. No way. And God hasn't struck them down <laughs> once, you know. You just wouldn't see that here, though, would you? But, you, do you know, like, you, you can't help but think we are so far behind. Yeah, them. absolutely, completely. Like, you know, fuck economics and stuff, just in what they're doing and where they are in the world, they're miles more up-to-date yeah. than us. I mean, I suppose credit to David Cameron that he sort of pushed for it against the whims of his party, but you don't, we're not a presidential system, so we vote, if you vote, you vote for the Conservative Party, you don't vote for David Cameron as much as they might want to present it as you're voting for David Cameron, President of England, Mm. or whatever you're not doing, you're voting for the Conservative Party, so I mean that's that's the thing, and I don't like David Cameron anyway, but fair enough he did push it through. Yeah, um I don't know, I'm I'm not really a sympathiser with anyone right now. I've I've been thinking long and hard about who I'll vote for, and I I can't get there. Like, I think Ed Milvan's. <laughs> Have you ever seen David Milvan like do a speech, yeah. a long speech or it's talk badass. or anything? It's really good. Thank you. I'll, like, I'll get in some Intelligent Squared podcasts because like some of them are really awesome. Like one of them was David Milvan talking about the world, world news or something like that, and it was like I think two hours long or something. What well, fuck? I listen to this. 
but it's just really, you know, yeah. really invigorating, and you, you feel like you, you know, it's almost like you know, it's like he, he explains things really well. He's really articulate with it. He creates a, a good mood. Like he's mm. all the things Ed Miliband doesn't. Why does BBC Three exist? <laughs> Oh, is that a public service? Just American Dad repeats? I know. Well, I'm, I I'm not complaining. I'm not I know, complaining. I like BBC Three. I, I like... Well, I don't usually. It's a bag of shit, but it's got American Dad on it quite a lot. Um, <laughs> I never even pay, pay attention to what's on what channel. I just thought, get the menu up and... Yeah. There you go. But no, I love the BBC, though. I do... I think we're, we're lucky to have the BBC. Yeah, totally. But like, I, do un- I don't quite understand why we've got BBC Three. Um, and I do wonder if, like... What about BBC 4, though? We need a leap... We, we need a step on to BBC <laughs> Is that why we've got BBC 3? Yeah. So that BBC 4 is now... BBC 4 as BBC 3 wouldn't work, so we need BBC 3 to step <laughs> over to BBC 4. Oh, well, speaking of which... Did BBC 3 is just a stopgap stop gap with American government. Um, which is a win. That reminds me of the PlayStation 4 announcement. Did you see any of it? I didn't see any of it, no. Um, it's mad, because it's like a PS3, but... Where it used to have a three, it now says four. Your shit, <laughs> seriously. Fucking hell, fucking seriously. It's an Push entire. It they really got outside the box. It's, that, it's an entire extra PlayStation. Oh my god. Um, yeah, did you see any of it at all? Or did you hear? No, about? to be honest, I'm not going to get one. Um, I, I am. I've gotten like I've been playing more games recently. It look. I don't know. I didn't look like it for me. It's more of the same, but with like suit up graphics, and they were just going on and on and on about the graphics. And I was, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I could happily play an old game if it's fun. I don't think there's any point going on about graphics because they're about as good as we bothered about now. Because unless someone says, right now, now all games are on fucking glasses. Yeah. Then that would be like, ooh, what the fuck? That's the advancement. To that say I there's want. better graphics is pointless. That's the advancement want. I want is an advancement in gameplay, not an advancement in graphics. Yeah, yeah. And that's all that we're focused on is graphics. Like there, were, there was this dude going on about the racing game. Gives a shit about the racing game. Like, I mean, I guess some people do, but I don't. Mm. And he's going on about the photorealism of the cars and how they're exactly like the real cars. And he was like, we've um, we've managed to include every single carbon fiber of the seats in the car. It's like, but he was saying it like he's going to have an orgasm. He was just so excited. <laughs> and who gives a, what a colossal waste of fucking time. Who's in a computer game looking at the carbon fibres on the chart? <laughs> Put some thought into how the game's going to fucking play, you loser. <laughs> no, wouldn't it be better if they said, right, now you fucking, you're wearing these glasses and you, you pop these little Velcro things on your knees and your elbows when you're playing a racing game, you sit in your chair like this. Yeah, something. And you're holding pad, and you've got your glasses on, you're not even looking at screen, and you're driving like this. And you sit in your chair, and you're doing this to fucking... That's, and you can control gears by doing this. Exactly. That'd yeah. be like, fucking hell, that's fucking... And you got your glasses on, so it's like you're actually there. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome as fuck. You know, not... That's the thing. Not Nintendo. now you can see the stitching in your car lever and... Nintendo get a lot of criticism and it's like quite justified because there's there's just not enough games. Like the Wii. They're having a go though in different But they're trying different shit, exactly. Like the Wii U seems to have been a bit of a flop. Mm. But it's something different. They're giving the gameplay thought rather than the graphics. And that's what like I want. Yeah. I want people to be looking at ways to advance the gameplay because surely we're at a point where technology can do some interesting shit. Yeah, exactly. We can go outside the boxes and they're using all the technology and all the time and effort. To make the fucking chores in a racing game more realistic. Mm, yeah. Because 
I'm playing Mario Kart, it's going to be more fun than that piece of shit racing game that they spent all the time on. Yeah, exactly what, you're going to have more fun playing yeah. Mario Kart than that. <laughs> Definitely. I know that I'm in the minority though, so if they, if they the do what I'm asking, they probably wouldn't sell any consoles, but yeah. I I could give a shit about what they're going on about. Like this Killzone game, they, they showed like some clip of Killzone song game. And I guess the graphics were maybe better than they are now. I've stopped noticing. My eyes aren't getting any better. <laughs> like, I need better eyes to see the improvements in graphics now. Exactly. Graphics aren't a selling feature to me in the no. game at all. Yet so much gets devoted to it. I saw a funniest thing on a, I'm watching this fail and win clip on YouTube. And like this one, it was one of the, it was a first person game. But you know where you can sort of edit stuff into the game sort of thing? You're yeah. playing online with someone. He ran over to a wall, put a picture of a girl there in a bikini and sexy sort of thing, hit back around this corner, a couple of players from another team ran over, stopped, turned and looked at the picture. <laughs> he ran out and rocket launching and pissed my sides. I love how games are more like, and you can fuck around with them, like editing and stuff like that yeah. when you do it online. Well, the main thing with... Like, you, can, you can do a lot of games now. The PlayStation like, 4. I've heard, say, 10, 15 years ago. It's ridiculous. Yeah, totally. What yeah. you can do now. They, they, you know, we can't really... I'm, really, to be fair, any criticism of video games isn't justified. No, I disagree. But, there's not enough... No, it's not, just because of how far they've come in such yeah. a short time. There's gonna be shit. But it's the same with movies. I'll probably sound like a really old man. And I am 75, people who can't hear me listening to the podcast. Um, <laughs> it's true. But um, films and games, right, you, you're forced to be more creative when you have limitations. Mm. And that's the same with anything, like a, a TV... If, if a TV show's got a low budget, then you have to be more creative and you come up with something that's better. And if a film's got a low budget, like, say, horror films. The horror films of, like, the 80s, where they had to really, like be careful with the money yeah. they had to come up with really imaginative ways to show stuff yeah. the film's better that way and like a low budget horror film will always be better than the sequel that gets a higher budget Yeah, absolutely always and it's the same with video games you can do all this but and yet the games used to be more fun when you couldn't yeah. do all that uh, maybe that's just my opinion well, I, I, might te- be my opinion. I tend to like because I don't even have a console anymore since I gave my Xbox away I'll probably get something but you play, I, you play iPhone games, don't well, you? Well, even, even not even just iPhone games. Like today, I played Streets of Rage on iPhone. Yeah. If I play a game, I tend to play an old retro game. So yeah. I've loved in the past, because I think now, because I'm a married man, I don't have much time to sit there all night long playing a video game, because now it's a bit hard to turn a game on and play it for half an hour. So it's hard, that living yeah. game now. Try playing... Mega got me Skyrim for Christmas. <laughs> Fucking love her, but, but Skyrim. Does, it, I'd love to get into Skyrim. Yeah, but she doesn't understand. Like she thinks, oh, I can play that for a couple of. Oh, niggas working late. I'll play that for a couple of hours, sort of thing. Then go back a week later, do a couple. Of, spend a couple of hours sorting your items out, <laughs> and picking up shit, and walking <laughs> to where you're going to do the quest, which then takes another few hours. I really like Skyrim. Skyrim is. I, 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 I'd proper love to get into Skyrim, but it's it's weird because I like, I feel as though I really don't play many games anymore. I don't have the time for to get into a game anymore. It seems I feel like I really don't play many games anymore. And then I go on like my Lord thing on Skyrim when I got to play it, and I see how many fucking hours I've played it for in total. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> and it, is, up. it is probably triple, if not like. 
ten times more than the amount of time I've ever spent on any game. Really? Like, how long did it take to complete Final Fantasy VII? Like, 50 hours, maybe? The, the average is about 50 hours. I've played that game a, a good number of times. Yeah, so I could complete it really fast now, but so the first time you played it, it's probably like 50 hours or something. Yeah, yeah. probably more the first time I played it. But yeah, let's say 50 hours is about average. Now. Probably. More than tripled that on Skyrim. Yeah. And without even noticing, it just sort of... I don't know. Like I've had it for quite a while, and I don't play it every day or anything. But I ended up swapping it for Gears of War three. Some I can play in short bits and yeah. like that. But otherwise, I don't, I don't. I don't get time to play it much anymore. Which is a proper shame because the I'm probably the best they've ever been. You know, in a way, in some sense. But some no, in, in, like sometimes the magic is just. Not it's the first person shooter thing. I cannot yeah. stand. I'm so sick. No, the they all have seen the same. No, it's like games like Katamari and stuff. Stuff yeah. that's got creativity yeah, yeah. in it. Like, Mario keeps it up. Yeah, the, on the, the main series of Mario games. Like the, yeah, the no, Mario, Mario Galaxy, Galaxy and stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, of course. Like Those, Mario Galaxy is mind-blowing. It's, the, it, it's it, my favourite game ever. I'll put it in my... Ooh, let, let's do... Let, let's go then, mate. In top favorite five games. games top five. Ooh. Uh, let's right. go then. This is... To be fair, this, this can't the, be done without any long prep. And then even then you'll want to categorise the as, genre The thing again. is, as soon as I've told you my file, I'm going to be like, no, wait a minute, I need to add this or tech. Right. But I just throw what, what comes ten. to mind. We need top ten. Right, go on. Oh, I'll try top five. All right. Yeah, we'll try top five, and if it gets too hard, we'll go to top ten. All right. I just Ma- throw, go, go what, what comes to mind. Throw it in Mario Galaxy. Right. I want to say Super Mario World as well. <laughs> I know this is a new problem, though. Yeah. I want to say Resident Evil 1 or 2. Yeah. I don't want to use both of them. Right, right. And Mario, and for like Resident Evil and stuff like that, you can say Mario, and I know that, and you know that, you mean more than one Mario. Mario. You can say specifically which ones, but it's still one point. Mario, but I mean, to be fair, I, I love Mario games. They're amazing. Like, that guy who makes them is a genius. Yeah. And... I love his view of the world that there's just like it's just this magical place where there's all these places to hide yeah. and all these like it's it's amazing so like yeah Mario right from the start like the main series of Mario games right up to Mario Galaxy 2 and Mario Galaxy which are worth on in a Wii for there's not yeah, very much yeah. on the Wii that, I've got a Wii purely for Mario Galaxy 2 that, I should play that I'm a dick I plug my Wii in there's not very much on the Wii but the those Mario games on the Wii are just fucking magic. Like, yeah, the, that, the, so. the magical. You 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 can just sit there playing them all night, or or you can just turn it on and do a level. Yeah. Well, you can do it in short bursts, but it's just they're the so imaginative. Like, there's so much creativity going yeah. on in them games. It's ridiculous. Mario Galaxy. People every single could, level. There's a new idea. Games are thick. Yeah. If they haven't played a Mario game, just. You know, games aren't all first-person shooters called exactly. Games. You turn on a game like Mario, and you just got this whole new world in front of you. It's, it's amazing. Every level of Mario Galaxy has new ideas that yeah. surprise you. Yeah. Every single level, and it's got like, say, I don't know, like the other hundred levels or something. And every single one, there's something new on it. Yeah, that plays with the physics of the game. Or, yeah, and it, like I play it, and it just blows my mind. It's in 4D. Yeah, it's it's 4D is the best way. If you the want to explain Mario Galaxy to somebody who's never played it, it's like a game in 4D. It's got. I had an argument with somebody once who was just like criticizing Mario, saying it's never changed. Well, have you ever played Portal? Have you ever played Portal? 
Yeah. Portal's an amazing game, but I reckon Mario Galaxy has got as much in common with the Portal games as it does with, like, um, the old Mario games. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, a mindfuck of physics. Yeah. It's constantly surprising you. It's a shame. Uh, smart the old Mario Sonic rivalry. I've yeah. been reflecting on this lately, because I've been playing a few old games. Like, Sega were good but shit, in a way. Because Sonic, like, at the time, like, Sega unveiled Sonic, and, the, you know, it's like you got sold this fancy thing, really. Because I fucking love Sonic. I was a Sonic kid over a Mario. You know, I was, I was yeah. more of a Sonic than a Mario kid. I love Sonic to bits, love my Mega Drive. And, you know, it's like Sonic's fucking blue hedgehog, he's fast as fuck. Like, and you knew in the back of your mind, all the buttons do the same thing. <laughs> there is no... With Mario... And I look back, and Mario had so much more depth to it. Sonic yeah. was run across and jump. You can't really say Mario was the same. Like Mario Three, which was a NES game. Yeah, gotta remember. Yeah, like Mario Three, it's like you get the feather, and I, there was a bit where you had to, like, you had to run across, then run back, and run across to build up your speed bars enough so that you could jump and fly with a feather. Yeah, like you know, as soon as you got it, you had so run back and forth on this little platform, fly all the way up to this thing, and, like, just that alone, there was more to that and more that you had to think through yeah. to get to that than in, like, Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. Not Sonic, maybe, maybe not Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles. They're fun, though, aren't they? Sonic games, they are fun. They are fun, but I think, in hindsight, Mario, much better games. Yeah, I, I, even, I, even though I was totally sold on Sonic as a kid. Like, Sega knew the marketing yeah. with that. Like, Mario, like, <laughs> Nintendo had the better product, considerably, but Sega had sexier games as well. Sonic the Hedgehog, though. Have you ever seen the Simpsons episode with Poochie? Where yeah. it's Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie? Yeah, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog is like that. It's just like fucking trainers and like yeah, he's yeah. doing I'm Sonic the Hedgehog he's, I remember the like he's trying his best to appeal to like I remember when the Sonic cartoon came out I was buzzing like fuck and I was watching him every week sort of thing but I, I knew in the back of my mind they were shit <laughs> so <laughs> the Mario as a kid as a kid I was I was so sold on Sonic and no but because I was more of a Sonic man, yeah. like Sonic cartoons you know if I was if I could have I'd have had a wank <laughs> but it came out and I was buzzing because it was Sonic on the screen on Cartoon Sonic <laughs> but it was shit yeah. and I knew it was shit like the backgrounds I could have drawn them <laughs> like um, they're, they're just squiggly lines the backgrounds they, <laughs> you never got the feel that they were on the ground <laughs> or that they were on a planet it was just squiggly lines of the background it was the mid 90s man <laughs> like come on all the Mario cartoons were shit as well yeah, they, they were all the cartoons I've never seen them but they were a bit shit as well <laughs> they were shit as well they were shit as well they were made by the Mario cartoon guys I'm sure alright um yeah, Mario then, top five games. Yes, sorry, we've digressed. <laughs> Mario, I fucking, I still love to this day, and I think that they're the best games ever. So yeah. I would, I, I would also put Mario in mind. Like, I, I would want to do it like, like out of order, so that it's easier to do. Yeah. But I would if I could lump all the Mario games together, put them at number one. Yeah. And I don't think I'd even have to put any thought so, into right, that. Right, right. My top five, I have to say, my <laughs> top five list, or maybe top ten list, depending where we go, it would. They're, they're in no particular order. Yeah, so I don't have a first, you know, I don't have that order. Well, I don't, apart from Mario, which I'm pretty sure I'd put in the more. Yeah, which is fair enough. Um, I, I'd also have Mario in there. 
I reckon we'll probably end up with quite a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, Resident Evil, I'm putting in there. Yeah, me too. Right. Why Resident Evil? One and two. Yeah. Like, specifically. Just because I've never played a game before that was genuinely terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like, the first time you play Resident Evil, because like, I remember I was at school all buzzing because like, one of the guys had rented it from shop or whatever, or one of my ex-mates had bought it. And like, oh, to come and around, we're playing it tonight. And like, me, Mark, and his mates were there, and we're all around the screen watching it. And like, we're playing it. And, you know, zombie turns around, and you shake this off, you're like, fucking hell, fucking hell. Like, it's terrifying, that bit where the zombie turns around, and it's so slow paced, so and the clock scary, constantly yeah. going. And I, after that, for some reason, we turned it off, and I, we left it, and they all went out. So I started playing it, I, got, I did that zombie turning around, I felt like, no, I'm on my own, but I watched that. You go through. And then when dogs jump through windows, that bit. fucking hell, I, I, I panicked, like I yeah. paused it, I, oh my god, went downstairs, I was like, I, I've never been so scared at a game before, One of the I've things about it, it so many times now, it's it, yeah, Resident Evil 1 and 2 are fucking awesome. One of the weird things about those early ones is that the controls and stuff are like, in a way, objectively quite shit. <laughs> Yeah. You control, yeah. Like a, you control like a tank. Yeah. But that's what makes it scary is the limitations that you've got of how much yeah, you can yeah, control yeah. it that makes it scary. True, you could run over and give them a flying kick. Like with the new ones. Like, you play with the new old sector, it's such a piece of shit. Yeah. It is awful. To be fair, I, I class Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6 as different games, mate. I, they're like evil residents. No, no, I'd say 4 is. Four is an awesome game. No, it's just because it's not a. The, no, it's the the good games. They're action different. games. They're action games. Yeah. Like, they're not. You know, the third person action games, whatever. They're not survival horror games. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Different. That is like, true. That's why I love, like the new ones. Find the good games, but I don't associate them in the way that I do. Resident Evil One. Five and six. I really, uh, especially six. Do you know what pisses me off about Resident Evil Five? What? Someone was clearly not doing their job. When you do it split screen, it block like it doesn't you got you don't get half an hour. Uh-huh. You get half. Yeah. But then a bit more shaved off at the side. Yeah. Why? It's worse on Resident Evil Six, believe You're it or not. It is worse. It's on that TV. On my I, TV. I bet it was a guy who made Aliens vs Predator who did it. <laughs> That's the thing with Resident Evil Four though. It's um what's he called? Is he called Shinji Mikami? He made the original Resident Evils and yeah. And then he, he'd done all that. The only one that he didn't make, apart from like the survival ones, you know, the shit light gun ones, he didn't Man, make. Yeah, those that we do not we do not <laughs> name. He didn't make Resident Evil Zero, which is a bit shit. Um, yeah. But apart from that, he made them all. And oh. then he made Resident Evil Four as well. So it's like the guy who originally came up with Resident Evil also reinvented Resident Evil, but now he doesn't do it anymore. And everyone since Resident Evil Four has been shit. Resident Evil Four is it is an amazing game. It is, but. To- I'm, I'm assuming you know that Resident Evil 4 was originally made like Resident Evil 1 and 2. Yeah, there's pictures, like, there's videos of it. I'm there's YouTube. videos of it. They made the game. I know, yeah. They actually made the game. And then at the very end said, no, we want something totally drastic and new. And went back and, that's why it took so long. Is they went back and redid the full thing. Yeah. They could release that for a know, full yeah. game money now and people would buy it. Let's call it Resident Evil 3.5. <laughs> yeah, whatever, the impression that I get is that Capcom made and change it and make it more action oriented um, and more like Western, yeah. you know, more in line with like Gears of War. Oh. But what I like is that the guy who originally made it was the person who did that. 
So even though it's not maybe what he wanted to make, he's still like... Well, that's clearly why it's better than five and six then. Yeah. It's a shame, though. But nonetheless, one and two deserves to be in the list. Yeah, speaking of, like, scary bits, Resident Evil 2, the liquor. The first liquor. The thing is, right, I played Resident Evil 2 demo on um, the Resident Evil Director's Cut. Yeah. It had a demo disc of Resident Evil 2 with it. Yeah. And you know how you get up to the liquor and it cuts to a cutscene? Yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't cut to a cutscene on the demo. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't freeze, it doesn't like come up widescreen, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. You're just walking along and then that thing fucking drops at you. And it's like, what's that? <laughs> it was terrifying. That, that would actually be scarier than the cutscene. Without the cutscene, it is as scary as the dogs in Resident Evil. Yeah. I mean, I it's a classic just moment. walking and it just falls down. It's a classic moment with the cutscene. They should have done that in the game. Yeah. No, what got me with liquor is when you go around this little corner before you go into the corridor where the liquor is, it just scuttles past the window really quick. And I would get out playing it on my own. Yeah, and yeah. like, what the fuck was that? I remember that. Yeah. And I went backwards and forwards. I went back into the main room came back just constantly going past this window thinking it'll happen again convinced myself it hadn't happened went through the door was like no nothing had happened round forward cutscene <laughs> and I, I knew then I was like oh shit <laughs> but no it would have been probably scarier if it just fell down in front of like deal with me now one of the great things about Resident Evil 2 as well was that it was basically like two games really you know with Scenario B yeah which yeah. was terrifying they did it with Resident Evil 3 with the Nemesis and I don't think it was as good but the what was he called the T-Zombie yeah, yeah. Resident Evil 2 bursting through the walls yeah that was terrifying right. yeah you, not the exit room you think oh I'm safe now yeah and it'd be funny because you'd be bursting it on the on Scenario A as well yeah so you'd be thinking oh I've been in this room there's nothing here and then there'd be something there. I loved all the little features to Resi 2. Like, you could shoot a, a crow with a crossbow and it'd stick in the wall. Yeah. Like, that were really cool. And there were a bit where you go outside and you go in a safe room. And you're like, thank, you know, that's safe room music. Thank fuck for that. You go in your box, you do your typewriter shit. You, you go to open the door. The cutscene comes to open the door. And as the door opens, zombies come at you. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> because we're in a safe room, you feel like, oh shit, my stuff's in the box. Um, I I reckon that like Resident Evil One and Two, yeah, yeah. The, but the, I think called Veronica is an underappreciated classic. I mean, yes, yeah, actually, true. I don't know why I didn't mention it. It's it's, the yeah. guy, the guy who made it, always said that like he sees called Veronica as Resident Evil Three. Resident yeah. Evil 3, they had to sort of rush out, so it was like a year after Resident Evil 2. Yeah. And it's alright in it, but it's not yeah, as good yeah. as the first two. But Cod Veronica is like a proper sequel, and it's like spread all over the world. They got to Antarctica. I've just got bones with Cod Veronica just because I got to the. It's my fault. I got to the very end of the game, final save point. There was no box of ammo and shit there, it was just the save point. And I had a crossbow with nine bullets or something. Yeah. Water in the corner, last boss. The, the exact, I, could, I could hit all them crossbows in the head and it's still going. I didn't even have a knife. The exact same thing happened to me and I had to like replay it. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't replay it. I think I replayed it from the start. I was, I was, a, bit, I was a bit annoyed and didn't replay it. But um, you remember the bit in Cod Veronica where you're like in the Antarctic or whatever and you're in some like weird compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go through a door and then it's like it's a bit familiar and you're like oh is it a bit familiar I recognise it mm. and there's like a statue in the middle of the room and stuff and like so you sort of you don't really notice but you're like this seems a bit familiar and then you go through a door and you're in the fucking mansion of yeah, yeah. in the middle of the yeah, entire just thing. in some mad complex and you're like, like what the 
But that's one of my favourite bits of any video game. I was like, yeah, what? Mark out more. Yeah. Right. What What else would you put in your list? All right. Um. Shit. I don't think. See, I think I think I'll digress them. You know. Okay. I'm gonna put Street Fighter in there. Oh, I love Street Fighter. It's just I'm putting it in my top five. Yeah. I'm tempted to as well. Because I'm a, I'm a big Street Fighter fan. Played many an hour on Street Fighter. Yeah. Especially since I got the app on my phone, I've played that to the point where I've had to delete it because I've played it that much. Because it's pissed me off. Whenever, whenever I play it, I only play it on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. I only play it as Ken. I will play as no one else but Ken. <laughs> I don't care what outfit he's wearing. I used to always be Guile. I'm something. fucking good at Street Fighter. My character was always Guile. Yeah. Yeah, when I was a kid. Right, I, I, I liked the jackknife kick, you know, the big... Yeah, yeah. I like that move. Yeah, the flash kick. Yeah. Um, I do... I, I love Street Fighter. It's the I'm ultimate... proper Street Fighter fanboy. It's the ultimate fighting game. There's a video on YouTube I'll show you, actually. It's a Street Fighter tournament, because like, I watch tournaments and shit, and I play online, like, on app. Yeah. Like, you can play a Street Fighter on your app online, It's meant, but it's so laggy, though. It fucking... Yeah. It lags you, and it just fucks your game up, like, it's really annoying. The score means nothing. There's always people who pick someone and just do one move over and over again because yeah. they want to get bring the kill line up. But no, there's this video on YouTube of this tournament and it's like the final match between these two guys. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Like One's Chun-Li and one's Ken because they're on Street Fighter Third Strike which is technically the the best Street Fighter game. Like, you know, the, yeah. like just the, the technicality of it. Because there's all parries and all that stuff, you know. Right, I mean, yeah. Someone throws a Hadouken, if you tap forward as it hits you, yeah. you parry it so you don't. Right, that's pretty cool. You know. Um, like, because if you block a Hadouken, it does a bit of damage, doesn't it? Yeah. But if you parry it, it does no damage. And it's Ken versus Chun Li, and they're just parrying left, right, and centre, and it's this fucking awesome match. And, like, they've got one round each sort of thing. And then Chun Li's kicking the fuck out of Ken. Ken's on the point of his health where he can't even block anymore. Like, to block a Hadouken would kill him. His yeah. health bear is on. There's no yellow left in his health bear. Yeah. It's just blank. And, like, Chun-Li goes to do a special, like, you know, fucking 100 kicks off thing. Runs forward, and the guy parries, like, 25 kicks or something like that. Yeah. Parries every single one of them. <laughs> and because he's parried them all... That's built up his special, <laughs> so then he does a combo, then does his special, then does another thing, and ends up winning the round, and the crowd just goes berserk. It's <laughs> a so proper gaming buzzing, but like, there's people, there's two kinds of people, those that'll watch it, even who haven't played it, yeah. but will get what just happened and buzz, and those who will think, what the fuck just happened there. <laughs> that sounds awesome. What yeah. was the first Street Fighter that you played? What, like? uh, one on the SNES. Um, yeah, Street Fighter 2 on the SNES. And then... Um, I think I had Super... Was it called Super Street Fighter 2 or was that a different version? That, that was one that came later with Fei Long and everyone in it. Oh, um, was it? Oh, the original had sort of, I think, eight characters or whatever. Um, that's how we discovered it. But me and Mark, my brother Mark, for the sake of the... Yeah, oh yeah. Forgot all of our <laughs> <laughs> um, No, me and Mark... Like, he was always Ryu and I was always Ken. I've always just kept that with me. Because Ryu had dark hair and Ken had blonde hair. Yeah. That's like Mark had dark hair, I had blonde hair. <laughs> so that was my logic behind it. Did you like Street Fighter 4? Yeah, I loved it. I've, that's what I have on my phone. Yeah. But I've not played it on a console, I've just played it on my phone. But Never played it on a console. I've played many hours It here. is amazing on a console. Yeah. In some ways, I think it might be like a perfect game. Because <laughs> you couldn't expect anything more from it. It's like... I, 
I transition within a couple of rounds, I reckon, quite easily. Normally it takes me a round and then I'm up to speed with yeah. it. But um, no, I'm. the thing is, I'm fucking awesome at Street Fighter. I, every time I play it on my phone, and, and when I play it normally, I only play it on the hardest difficulty when I'm doing it. I've just thought of another game to put in my top five. What? Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider 1. Uh, I like it, but I wouldn't put it in my top five. I, I would because I mean, most I bet a lot of these games are linked to my own like memory of when I played them. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, that's and you that's, got pleasant that's, memories of no, it. Yeah, that's the thing with it. But that it? was the first game that I played on a PlayStation, and yeah. so it just seemed like such a huge jump. Yeah, to go out to this like three D world, and it was just so much fun, like exploring all these tombs and like yeah, fucking yeah. dinosaurs. The first time you saw the dinosaurs, that was so. I remember cool. playing the first time I played Tomb Raider was Tomb Raider two on a demo. Yeah, and like I read a PlayStation magazine that said if you do this and you shuffle across the you got this <laughs> special bit here, but across the fucking is that window? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think it was the boiler. Yeah. But yeah, you go through and there's a fucking T-Rex and you're yeah. like a shotgun running around. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, so Tomb Raider because, I think, probably, because yeah. it was such a big jump from the SNES to the PlayStation, or it seemed like it at the time. Did you ever try the nude Raider cheats? No. I tried every single one of them. Like, we had boys' rounds. I remember that, actually. All around with magazines. This one says do it this way, this one says... <laughs> I remember seeing it like that on the session magazine. Just because they throw you a bit of spam service on the bit where you're outside running around yeah. like across house and you go in pool and then she goes, oh, it's time to get out of these wet clothes. Yeah. If you press pause now and then select and then L2 and L2, <laughs> tap them both quickly. What would you even see on PlayStation graphics? It I would be some like, wow, look huge... At- Squares. <laughs> Look at them triangles. Whoa! Whoa! That that one's darker than that one. Look at that one. It's the exact same texture as that mountain over there. <laughs> I know it was so stupid. God, we tried. God, we tried. I think to, I'm, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, but maybe if I had more time to think about it, I wouldn't put Team Raider in. But I do have really pleasant memories. Yeah. Of, um, well, like, Team Raider's awesome game. Yeah, yeah. Team Raider the remake, not Team Raider Anniversary. Yeah. That was. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Because it was like the same, pretty much the same as the first one, just like mm. brought up to that. I really enjoyed playing that. Yeah. Um, right, I'll put one in that. I'm sure you won't put one in. Okay. Um, Mega Man. See, you keep saying you're sure that I won't, but I love Mega Man. Really? Yeah. I, 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 and I've got wonderful memories of playing Mega Man. I, I remember once I booked, well, I'm booked, I blagged the day off school because I was ill. Yeah. I was only about like six or something, and it wrong Nez. My brother Chris, he wagged school, he went secondary school, he wagged it. And me and him, I remember huddled up in mum's bedroom on a 14-inch telly, he'd yeah. set the nez up in there. <laughs> and we both sat there, like, playing Mega Man. And ever since that, then I was only about, like, I'm not, I was really, really young. But I remembered the tune from the wood level on Mega Man 2. Yeah. And when I got a laptop, I looked for the music, and I remembered it all proper buzzing, singing along, thank fuck for the internet. But, um, but I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't put it in my top five. Like I, I definitely would because it. I'm watching this review of Mega Man on YouTube and it was proper good review. It pointed out loads of stuff like the controls on Mega Man games. Like when you jump and move to the side, the way that works has never changed in a Mega Man game. Yeah, it follows exactly the same way of working. So the controls are as such that you can strafe along and jump, but. Turn, like the way the controls work it's really user friendly and every enemy that you'll encounter it is possible for it to do its thing so then you can 
you can suss it and kill it without it having to hit you. Yeah. But at the same time, it's really fucking difficult. Yeah, I got you to play that Mega Man, that new Mega Man on Xbox Live the other week, didn't I? Um, Rock solid one. This, they, they, like, they did a remake, what, they made it 8-bit. So it's a modern game. Oh, yeah, yeah that fucking, it, yeah, we're impossible. <laughs> that. <laughs> that's hilarious. That, that's, that, that's just a hack, that. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Um, but no, I put Mega Man in there. I got awesome memories of playing it, but all the way through, the Me- like, Mega Man X4, like, with Zero in it and stuff, and you had the sword, and... Yeah. I remember the, whoa, 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 like, with Sword how he does his hit. Like, Mega Man was awesome. I'd definitely put Mega Man in the top five. So I'm going to Mario Street Fighter. Neither of us has said Final Fantasy Seven. I'm saving it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving that, my boy. No, we've been whacking out there. We could probably talk for an entire fucking hour about yeah, Final Fantasy yeah. Seven. I, I feel like it would be bad to say anything because it's not enough time yeah. to say what needs to be said. We should devote an entire yes. thing to Final yeah, Fantasy we'll, Seven. We'll donate a night to yeah. Final Fantasy Seven yeah, one yeah. time because... We'll whack it on as well. Like, <laughs> we'll find, we'll get, find a means to whack it on. I love that game. That's um, Sonia has just entered the room, by the way, people listening. Um, Feed me. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to stop soon and make Yeah, 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 of course, my lord. Even though this is being recorded in a state-of-the-art um, podcast studio. Line. Absolutely, man. We've got headphones on and everything. Yeah. You know, we've got proper microphones around our yeah. ears. And... It's, I'm not sat on a couch. But okay, I'd say I've got four hits so far. I've got all the Marios, all the Resident Evils, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider 1 specifically, none of the others. Um, Final Fantasy 7, I need one more. Um, I, I bet if I had some time to think about it, this would totally change. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, exactly, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do the thing. I know I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna say, that game! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Halo! That should really I knew that you'd put Halo. I, I, I'm not a fan. So, it's just because when I think of favourite games, I always think past generation consoles. Yeah. Halo, why the fuck shouldn't Halo go in there? I've put as much time in that game as any other game. Yeah. Really. Fucking ridiculous. My record on Halo 3 was daft. Um, I'm, my mind's gone blank. I, well, I was in Paris. something out of the air. Um, but Portal? Portal 2? Portal 2 is an amazing game. I've never really played it, but I'm sure if I did, I'd be putting it's it in brilliant. Yeah. I'm sure I'd be putting it in there. I, I did play it once for about an hour and fucking loved it. Yeah. But again, it's one of them games where you need lots of time. No, it's not. You can just play a level. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Well, it works in it's levels, that game. Yeah. Like puzzles. Yeah, it's, oh, just, it's a puzzle game. It's so basically a puzzle game. Piece, no, it's just a puzzle game. Awesome. So yeah, just off the top of my head, that's five games that I like. I don't know if yeah. it's top five games. I think I've done five. I haven't really You've had Street Fighter. Hell or Mario Resident Evil. Five Yeah, and Mega Man, you've had more. Mega Man, yeah, I'm on six. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. Five games. Monkey Island. Ooh, good one. Thank you. Mm. Skyrim. Um, Skyrim's really good. Oh, I think it's Super Monkey Ball, I like that game. That game we're awesome. Really top five games ever? No, not top five games, but I'm just thinking, when is the Monkey Island, I thought, I've not played Monkey Ball. Yet. I remember I enjoying Monkey game. Ball, yeah. I, well, I wouldn't put it anywhere near Monkey Ball. No, 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 it's not, it's not <laughs> at all, it's just a game I haven't played in ages. Skyrim's good. That. But I don't know if... I'm, well, I don't know. I guess it must be in one of my favourite games ever, because I've spent more time playing it than any other game. See, by that logic, though, I should put Streets of Rage 2 in mind. Yeah. I've spent... Days playing that game. Well, I wouldn't. GTA. 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 Yeah. 
I don't know. GTA 1 was so much fun. I remember all the uproar about GTA 1. Yeah, and this game is violent, this game it's is like good. Ants. You murder people, it's like, what, I, I, I drive over that pixel there, yeah. <laughs> what else have you got, Sonia? Um, Doom. Doom? That's, see, if I was going to put any first person shooter in, I would put Doom. Don't L2 squirrel, one right L1 left circle. <laughs> no, 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 I do K on Cornholio. Uh, and I do KFA. And, sorry, I'm PC. You PC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did KFA was full armor. Yeah. And I did EQD was In fact, mode. I'm going to Google what Don't because I think Don't L2 squirrel, one right L1 left circle is God mode on Doom. That I think no that would be a good band name. Don't L2. Uh, what else have we got, Sandy? Right, so I've got Doom, Skyrim, Monkey Island. So I've got two more. Uh, yeah. I've got to do Katamari. Katamari's murder. And uh, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero, really? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I'll tell you what was interesting when you think about it. The Sonic Debug Chief. That was on Sonic 1. Mark. What was that? And again in 1990. Do you know when you press up, down, left, right, A and start and you get the level select? Yeah. If you went up, C, down, C, left, C, right, C, A, B, C and start together, God, was it difficult to get right. Yeah. But, you know, to, for some reason. What did it do? It was a debug cheat and you could turn Sonic into any item from the game. What the fuck, really? Replicate it all over the level. That's so weird. Like a level creator. Really. Yeah. You could totally create your own level. That's weird as well. in her and all this shit and there was no limits and it was all fast as fuck. What the hell? It was weird as fuck. The Sonic debug cheat. I didn't cheat. know that existed. It was weird. Like, you just make a level. And that was on Sonic 1. That's really weird. That's I remember Diab Trilogy had a similar cheat. Um, like a god mod cheat where you could just fuck about with it but any time you did it it would wreck it <laughs> I'm going to check if that's the Doom god mod cheat because I remember I was playing Doom and do you remember the Cyber Demon like the hardest one yeah. it's only in a couple of levels I walk around the corner low health I'm going to right there like, as soon as I went around the corner it was right there right in front of me missile launcher right up in my face and my instinct just went, pause down L2, scroll one put cardboard in, take the hit, run away, turn Godboard off, you're like a coward. 